You are listening to the Morning Breath Podcast. Please enjoy today's show, hosted by Pastor Dan Stahlbaum. Good morning, everybody. Oh, Vietnam, I guess I should say. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the program. This is Morning Breath. We are a drive time devotion. Sure to jump. Start your day. We take a chapter of the Bible, read it, spend some time in the Word of God, spend some time with the Lord. Then we come down to the studios here at Merritt Island Campus of East Coast Christian Center. We read the chapter on the air, and then we really talk about wherever the Lord leads us. The chapter uh, uh, today is uh, Matthew 18, and, and my fellow morning brether this morning is Pastor <laughs> David Gammon. How you doing, Pastor David? I am doing great. I am doing really good. Welcome. Welcome, welcome. Yeah, and we welcome all you guys. You know, it's good to see you again. That's one of my favorite things to say on radio or Spodcast. Spodcast, is that what you call that? Or Spotify <laughs> or, you know, no, it's Spotify, right? And podcasts. Okay, moving right along. But, you know, uh, love to, glad to see you again. I can actually see Nick. How are you doing over there, Nick? I'm doing well. Yeah, man. Nick's running the program. Tell the folks how to get involved, and then we got a, just a couple of announcements. We'll get into the scripture. Man, how to get involved, how to jump in. First, go to our website, eccc.us. You'll be able to see the Morning Breath tab. It's about like four things down. Just scroll a little bit. You'll see it. Click it. It's a picture of Pastor Dan. It'll give you the itinerary of what you need to of chapters we're going into, chapters we've been into. Also, anything East Coast, go get our app. You'll be able to get the weekend worship experience. You'll be able to get morning breath. Once again, that same you know itinerary that we put out on the website. <clears throat> Just a great resource for your your daily walk with Jesus is our app. There's so much good stuff on the app. But we we also uh, want to help you if you don't have a digital means, and that is just call a church at 321-452-1060. But if you want to be able to share this, do other stuff, we're on Spotify, the Google Podcast, iHeartRadio, and just put in Morning Breath to your search engine. Amen. There's a, we've got a nice little list there. We do. Yeah, and we, uh, are, we do want to invite you to online services. We're, uh, of course, online, Pastor David said, but we also will invite you to live services. We've got mm-hmm. services going in all of our uh, communities, all of our sanctuaries, so to speak, Vieira Campus. The Cocoa Campus, uh, the Avenue, mm-hmm. which is next door here on the Merritt Island Parkway Campus. We actually got two campuses on the property in Merritt Island. Pastor David pastors the Avenue, uh, mm-hmm. which is right next door to love the it. Parkway. Yeah, love it. Yeah, so we'd love to have you come to a live one. And speaking of live ones, we've got an incredible uh, time of the year coming. And what we'd like you to do is, if you're praying about, you know, coming back and and you know, uh, maybe you're waiting on a vac- vaccine. I get it. Maybe you're waiting on something else. Maybe somebody in your family is immune compromised. All that stuff's going on. We understand. Watch online. But if you're at a place where you've been feeling, you know, it's time to get back. It's time to get back. We want to invite you to Christmas Eve's Come services. On. We got Christmas Eve Eve, the 23rd, and Christmas Eve services, both Wednesday and Thursday. We have free tickets online. We're doing tickets so we don't overcrowd the room. We keep it, uh, you know, continue to keep a safe environment and make sure there's uh, room for you here when you get here. So we're doing tickets. They're absolutely free. But you can pick them up by... You can pick them up at the services. If you are at any locations, if you know anybody that's going and you want to reach out to them, you can also go onto our website, go to forward slash events. You'll see Christmas Eve service right there. And most likely by the time you're hearing this, there should be also maybe a banner up on our website that whenever you get there, you should be able to click that. We'll take care of you right away. Yeah, or just stop by the office. We have tickets at the office, too, and they'll get you lined up. Works out that way. Or if you see Nick at the mall. 
Oh, or walking along the Anywhere. street. Yeah, yeah, just grab them and beat them till tickets fall out of them. Will that work? <laughs> that, yep, yep. Yeah, see, I told you. That's how I get my tickets every year. Yeah, it's <laughs> part of the fun of Christmas, if you ask yeah, me. Yeah, so much oh, fun. Oh, oh, yeah. Anyway, so uh, we're in Matthew chapter 18. Yes. We have 35 verses. Uh, I guess I'll read through 17 or 18. Where do you want me to go? Um, go to, if you could do uh, 18, that uh, awesome. Okay, I'll read through uh, 18. You pick it up at 19. I'm going to read New King James. What are you going to read? I'm actually, I switched over to New King James. Whoa. Yeah, I know. Whoa. He's got to look at his Bible and make sure it is in New <laughs> Dude, King James. Make sure. Here, look on the end of mine. Does right. it say New King James? Pastor Dan has no more <laughs> out exterior to his Bible. No, my Bible's falling right. apart. Yeah. They say uh, if, if a person's Bible's falling apart, their life probably is not. Come on. Yeah. Ah, that's an old saying. Anyway, so get me started there, sir. All right, Pastor Dan, I say to you, read, sir. At that time, the disciples came to Jesus, saying, Who then is greatest in the kingdom of heaven? Then Jesus called a little child to him, set him in the midst of them, and said, Assuredly, I say to you, unless you are converted and become as little children, you will by no means enter the kingdom of heaven. Therefore, whoever humbles himself as this little child is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. Whoever receives one little child like this in my name receives me. But whoever causes one of these little ones who believes who believe in me to sin, it would be better for him if a millstone were hung around his neck and he was thrown in the depths of the sea. Woe to the world because of offenses, for offenses must come, but woe to that man by whom the offense comes. If your hand or foot causes you to sin, cut it off and cast it from you. It is better for you to enter into life lame or maimed rather than having two hands or two feet to be cast into everlasting fire. And if your eye causes you to sin, pluck it out and cast it from you. It is better for you to enter into life with one eye rather than having two eyes to be cast into hellfire. Take heed that you do not despise one of these little ones. For I say to you, that in heaven their angels always see the face of my Father who is in heaven. For the Son of Man has come to save that which was lost. What do you think if a man has a hundred sheep and one of them goes astray? Does he not leave the ninety-nine and go to the mountains to seek the one that is straying? And if he should find it, assuredly, I say to you, he rejoices more over that sheep than over the ninety-nine that did not go astray. Even so, it is not the will of your Father who is in heaven that one of these little ones should perish. Moreover, if your brother sins against you, go and tell him his fault between you and him alone. If he hears you, you have gained your brother. But if he will not hear, take with you one or two more, that by the mouth of two or three witnesses every word may be established. And if he refuses to hear them, tell it to the church. But if he refuses even to hear the church, let him be to you like a heathen and a tax collector. Assuredly, I say to you, whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven, and whatever you loose in earth, uh, oh yeah, I get that. And whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. Again, I say to you, if two of you agree on earth concerning anything that they ask, it will be done for them by my Father in heaven. For where two or three gather together in my name, I am there in the midst of them. Then Peter came to him and said, Lord, how often shall my brother sin against me and I forgive him? 
up to seven times? And Jesus said to him, I did. I do not say to you up to seven times, but up to seven times seven, therefore, or 70 times seven. Therefore, the kingdom of heaven is like a certain king who wanted to settle accounts with his servants. And when he had begun to settle accounts, one was brought to him who owed him 10,000 talents, but he was not able to pay. And his master commanded that he be sold with his wife and children and all that he had and that payment be made. The servant, therefore, fell down before him, saying, Master, have patience with me. I will pay you all. Then the master of the servant was moved with compassion and released him and forgave him his debt. But that servant went out and found one of his fellow servants who owed him 100 denarii. And he laid hands on him and took him by the throat, saying, Pay me what you owe. For his fellow servant fell down on his feet and begged him, Have patience with me, for I will pay you all. And he would not. And he would not, but went and threw him into prison till he should pay the debt. So when his fellow servants saw that he had what he had done, they were very grieved and came and told their master all that had been done. And then his master, after he had called him, said to him, You wicked servant, I forgave you all that debt because you begged me. Should you not also have compassion on your fellow servant, just as I had pity on you? And his master was angry. And delivered him to the torturers until the day he should pay all that was due to him. So my heavenly father also will do to you if each of you from his hearts does not forgive his brother his trespasses. Amen. Okay, well, it's pretty uh pretty uh strong. I'd say yeah, there's a, the 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 weak sauce is not not mm. weak sauce today in the word. It's pretty strong. Uh word going on here. There's a couple of things that I think uh, I, I could I maybe add to that thought, but I'd like to just start out with Pastor David. What stood out to you in the chapter? What kind of, what did you lean into as you read this? What, what kind of thoughts were going through your head? And what kind of direction was, was this pulling you? Well, I, I, I noticed when he talked about with the child and that kind of like stirred something up in me because, you know, he says, you know, he sits this child on his lap. And he's like, listen, if any of you causes this child, pretty much I believe it's to the two reference points where if you cause this child to sin or if you do harm on a level to a child, he's like better that a milestone be around your neck and you be cast into the sea. And we don't really give a picture of that in in some modern cultures of Christianity of, hey, if you're, you know, yes, you have grace. You have grace if you have murdered somebody, even if, you know, you have some sexual offenses against you. This Jesus will forgive your sins. But we don't ever talk about, hey, if you are willingly and freely able to hurt or lead astray the innocent, um, Jesus is kind of addressing that right now. <laughs> and he's saying it's not Kinda. good for you. Yeah. And if you want to act or if there's a person from a pulpit or a platform that just wants to act like, you know what, uh, once saved, now, you know, the treasury of heaven is open to you and you can do whatever you want and you can live however you want. Um, Jesus would strongly, openly be disagreeing with that right now. Now, I'm not saying it to the extent, um, but I'm saying we see it inside of a deal here and I see it inside the container of using our grace and inside that grace, we use it to cause someone infliction or to sin that God doesn't look kindly down on that. So No, I think that's why the Bible says that if you see your brother sin, that you're to try to go to your brother mm-hmm. and get them out. And uh, you've got it here at the in, in this chapter, he says it, uh, over uh, 
you know, in the epistles as well, he says, that, you know, the same thing. It's reiterated. This is Matthew talking. And a lot of this is what Jesus mm-hmm. said, by the way. And then, then you have Paul talking. If you see a brother caught in something, go and rescue your brother. It says like, a, like an arm out of joint. Just because God is uh, angry and doesn't want a, uh, a child or the innocent, I like that better, because I do think that this could be talking about not only a child in a young sense, but a young Christian. Amen. You know, uh, you know, somebody just getting started, you know, a young married couple, a young, you know, it could be a child in a lot of areas. Um, I probably don't qualify in any of the areas anymore to be a child, but <laughs> I don't know about that. Yeah, but that that's I think it could be saying that. Uh, things of that nature. It may even when he starts talking a little bit about a sheep going astray. It could even be that the the child in here is represented more of believers mm-hmm. than of a little child. But we know that Jesus uh, suffer, said, suffer the little children, let them come unto me. Um, Jesus loved kids. Mm-hmm. You know, there was a time in my life when that verse haunted me um, because I, my my past is not good and I have... I have abortion in my past. And uh, that means I I was involved in doing something to a little child that's unspeakable. Um, and uh, this used to haunt me in the sense of before I did understand the grace of God. Um, I'm not going out and involved in abortion, though, now. Um, and God forbid if you know if you've ever been involved in it, you you know what I'm talking about. That it's a it's a horrible thing to have to deal mm-hmm. with, and uh, you know believing God and trusting God to to forgive you. And I sense His forgiveness. Mm. Um, but I think it's interesting. It says if your hand or foot causes you to sin, if we look at this like the body again, just for a minute, and that maybe this isn't talking about us personally but us corporately. And it says, uh, if you cause one of these little ones to stumble, for an example, that might be a pastor that's being a total jerk. Mm-hmm. And maybe he gets into all sorts of sexual sin in his own life and then hurts everybody in the church. Mm-hmm. All the 12-year-old kids that looked up to him. Mm-hmm. You know, all the stuff that's going on that way. That kind of sounds like it could be mm-hmm. even something like that. But to take it a step further, it says, if your hand or foot causes you to sin, cut it off and cast it from you. Or if your eye causes you to sin, and, and you know, that to me is, is what you're looking at causing you to sin. I mean, that might be pornography. Let's get real blunt here for a minute. It might be things you shouldn't be looking at, you know, uh, on any level. Is he really telling us to pluck our physical eye out? Or is he telling us to cut off that thing we're putting in front of our eye? Is he telling us because we stole something with our right hand, we need to cut our right hand off? Or is he saying, cut off the situation that you're allowing yourself to get in so you're not tempted by that stuff anymore? Do you follow what I'm saying? I'm totally following. Because I know, this is some of my history here, I know a guy who plucked out his own eye. Yeah, okay, I said it, it's true. Um, he, uh, I don't know what to tell you from there other than he 
tried to do this verse and gouged out his own eye. And I know a girl who took a skill saw, tied the blade back on it so it wouldn't close, and put out her arm, got it full speed, and dropped it on her arm just below her uh, shoulder. And it went halfway through the bone and kicked back and flew out of her hand. And she didn't cut her arm off, but she came close to it. Um, and that was one of my best friend's sister. Uh, yeah, I, that's what can happen when demonic, religious yep. garbage gets a hold of this this kind of truth here and tries to twist it into this personal deal with it this way. He's not telling you to cut your arm off. He's telling you to get that. Get out of Dodge. Right. You know, in the situation. Cut off. And it could be that if this is talking about a body and he's saying, you know, this part of your, these relationships over here causing you to go down the tubes, cut them off. Yep. Uh, like the old saying, you know, your friends are like elevator buttons. They'll either take you up or take you down. Well, if you got one taking you down, you need to not press that button anymore. Mm-hmm. Get away from them. Stop hanging out with them. Mm-hmm. I had to stop hanging out with Amen. all my old friends when I got saved. And when people come in and people come in, they come in from like a, a rehab or from prison uh-huh. or jail and they come in and say, Pastor, I want my life's on the straight and narrow now. I want to stay that way. I said, then give me your cell phone and I'm going to say their name. And you say, stay or go. And <laughs> you don't get to think. But if they're a positive relationship, like a healthy relationship. That would be you know, awesome. Like, and I say, you say, go. If it's an old drug dealer, an old person that would go partying with you, an old whatever, you know, you don't get to think. It's just your first reaction. Stay or go. You know, and I will delete them from your contacts. That's awesome. One hundred percent of the people that would take that journey with me are still clean and walking the road today. That is cool. One hundred percent of the people that refused it because they wanted to uh, kind of ponder. Hey, they kept that in their back pocket. And guess like, what? It bit them right on the bottom. And guess what? I'm not saying this out of. I'm not saying this out of you know maybe I'm on safe ground so I can make these weird religious parameters for you to walk through. That is literally what I did after I gave my heart to Jesus. I said these people are not going to help me where I need to go. These people are. And that's not being closed-minded church religious. Like another thing I was passionate when you were talking, um, thinking about old school, right? You go back to the prophet Haggai and and in this prophet, he only has a two-chapter book. I mean, it's like it's it's such a small book in the Old Testament. Short but sweet. Yeah, but his whole gist is this. He's like, he's like, look at what you guys have. Look at what the temple has. He's like, you guys are not having even a full crop or harvest. You're not fully being blessed by God. And you're crying out, why? Why isn't God there? And he's like, because you're only giving God half of your heart. You're not going to get the full blessing. Yep. If you're going to give him half your heart, give him your full heart. Give them the full commitment. And luckily by chapter two, not to spoil the book for you, they do. They do give them the full heart. And the full and, and he says, from this day forward, now the Lord will bless you. Your vats will be full. Your barns will be full. The blessing will be there. And man, if you're looking at your life and you're holding on to a sin, you're holding on to a sin-based community off of the off of the lie, and this will be rough for some people, that you staying in that sin-based community, partaking in their actions with them will somehow get Jesus to them. Maybe God's calling you to a season of letting them be on their own while you can heal and actually become somebody or even somebody else gets Jesus to them, all right, so that you can receive the full blessing of what God has in your life. God does not play. You're not, he, didn't, he didn't send Jesus to half of the cross, all right? Jesus paid the full price, so we should give him our full heart. Uh, that's good. You know, I think, I think the model that I can see in Scripture for the most part is that when— 
it, it, a time of separation from bad, uh, you know, associations is incredibly important. You know, poor communication corrupts good morals, which well, basically on. says, you know, if you have bad friends, you're going to end up bad, that type of thing. The best way to handle this, I think, and I think Pastor David already alluded to it, is a separation from them. Mm-hmm. Get reimmersed in in biblical friendships and and in church and all those things. And then, you know, I I left all my friends. I got married uh, right before I did, and then you know left all my friends. But you know what? I was able to go back and reach out to them a year later, mm-hmm. two years later, and say, Hey, I want you to know what happened. I want you to hear it from my lips, what I experienced. And uh, in most cases, went out good. I didn't become best friends with them again because we didn't have as much in common as we used to, which was drugs, you know, sex, drugs, and rock and roll. Mm -hmm. And uh, did I leave out alcohol? But anyway, yeah, we didn't have anything really much in common anymore. But, I mean, I can still tell you— you know, maybe 10 gentlemen's names that I still care about, uh, that I still pray for and want them to be saved. I want them mm-hmm. to know the Lord. Uh, guys that, you know, Dennis Eldridge and Dennis Singer and Bob Dugan and, you know, uh, Robert Burns. And I, I mean, I could go right down the list of a bunch of guys, Greg, and, you know, that, that we hung out. I mean, I moved to Colorado with four of them from mm-hmm. Florida. Um, or the four of us moved to Colorado from from Florida, and I, I had some really good friends in that culture. But, you know, we're not the same. I'm different. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, you can still have those kinds of friends, but you've got to have them through the lens of you being free. What good does it do for you to get saved, have this great freedom, and then go back and compromise and get back in it with them? What kind of, what is that telling them? Right. Well, no hope in Jesus then. Because Jesus couldn't fix the old Dan. Right. Look what happened to him. He's right back there again. Yeah, mm. that you're not helping anybody. And we, I have more on the line now. But when I was running uh, with some of these guys, you know, it's just myself. Now I got a beautiful wife and four kids and a and a church. And you know, I I don't I'm not I I believe it or not, it's not religion. What we're speaking from, if you're struggling with what we're not saying right now, it is actually pure faith in God that I can hit my knees and pray for those the, those former friends of mine, still friends, distant friends, and know that God is so big that he can still come into their life. Absolutely. He can still influence their life. Absolutely. I don't have to die the martyr's death on the cross for these people. All right? That's what Jesus already paid for us. We just have to walk in what he has. When we do that, when we put the, the S on our chest and become Superman for everybody, we actually are asking the Holy Spirit to move aside and doing it in our own strength. You are listening to the Morning Breath Podcast from East Coast Christian Center. We will be back shortly after we thank our sponsors. At East Coast Christian Center, we are building a life-giving church that lasts. We are one church in many locations with campuses in Merritt Island, Vieira, Coco, and an online campus that you can attend from anywhere. Here at East Coast, we value each generation and work hard to ensure that no matter what age or stage of life you're in, there's a place for you in our family. You weren't meant to do life alone, so come and find your church home with us. You can plan your visit or get more information online at eccc.us.
Need a fence professionally done the first time? Hercules and Atlas Fence, owned and operated by Mike Green, has been certified since 1960. No job is too big. Hercules and Atlas Fence, 321-258-9853. Or find them online at ineedafence.com. The New Thing Youth Church is a generation of students destined to change the world through God's power and love. If you're between 7th and 12th grade, join us every week for fun, relationships, and the Word of God. The New Thing Youth Church meets at the Parkway Worship Center every Tuesday night at 7 p.m. and Sunday night at Vieira High School at 6 p.m. Check out our TNT Youth Church app for more details. For over 30 years, Cabron Air Conditioning has proudly served the Space Coast area. Honest, professional, and reliable. Whether it's repairs, maintenance, or it's time to upgrade your old system, Cabron Air will take care of it. Their phone number is 321-784-0127. That's 321-784-0127. Or find them online at cabron.com. Customer satisfaction is their top priority. The world desperately needs strong, faithful, and equipped believers ready for battle right now. ECCU provides high-quality instruction at a fraction of the cost of other Christian universities. At ECCU, you will learn who you are, whose you are, and know how to practically exercise the tools God gave you. We offer associates, bachelors, masters, and doctoral programs in theology and Christian ministry. Our number is 321-452-1060. That's 321-452-1060. Extension 102. Find more information at eccuequipped.com. At East Coast Christian Academy, our mission is to create a space where children will thrive, and we believe they grow best in a safe, clean, Christ-centered environment. We're passionate about showing the love of Jesus to children in our community and helping them become everything God has called them to be. At East Coast Christian Academy, we are all about family. We work hard to foster a culture and environment of positive attitudes and teamwork, and we provide flexible schedule options for team members who have their own busy family lives. Do you have experience in early childhood educational environments in the heart for the next generation? If so, we have room on the team for you. Find out more about joining our academy team online at eccc.us slash academy or call us at 321-453-KIDS. That's 321-453-5437. Welcome back to the Morning Breath Podcast. Lean in as the pastors finish the show with their final thoughts. Welcome back, everybody. What an incredible word we got to hear from our pastors on Matthew chapter 18. My name is Nick. I am here to just give you a little bit of information on what East Coast has coming up for you guys. We are really excited because this weekend we get to really just press into the word with our pastor, Pastor Dan Stahlbaum. He will be preaching at each campus, which is crazy. We usually just have our main campus and then we just stream out to our our, uh, other, our other campuses. But this weekend, we're going to have Pastor Dan go to each campus and preach live. It's super exciting. The only difference about this weekend, though, is we will not be having a Saturday night service because we had, I think it was about 19 services across 
all of our campuses for our Christmas Eve and Christmas Eve Eve services. That's insane. And so no service on Saturday, the 26th, but the 27th, we've got the Coco Campus will be live at 9 a.m. And remember, Pastor Dan will be at each one of these campuses live. So make it out to one of them. We've also got the online service. We'll be streaming from our Parkway service that will be live at 10 a.m. We've also got Vieira that will be live with Pastor Dan at 10.45 a.m. Lastly, we've got the Avenue. Sadly, we will not have a service for the Avenue. So if you usually attend at the Avenue, go ahead and check out one of our other campuses, whether that be Coco, Parkway, or Vieira. Again, thank you so much for listening to Morning Breath. We're excited to see what God's got in store for us for 2021. Love you guys. We hope you enjoyed today's episode of the Morning Breath podcast. If you did, we would love for you to give it a thumbs up and share it with a friend. To follow along with our daily chapter list and for quick access to East Coast podcasts, events, and more, download the East Coast app. It's the best way to stay connected with everything East Coast. We would also love for you to join our online community. Just search for East Coast Christian Center on Facebook and Instagram. Thanks again for listening to the Morning Breath Podcast.